Hello and welcome to A Pile of Cthulhu. Again, we go behind the bar of A Pile of Cthulhu, and this is very awkward because I'm on camera this time, although you <laughs> won't be seeing this because it's audio only. Normally I don't have guests watching me as I do this, so it's kind of a bit unnerving. <laughs> well, you're wearing clothes, so that's that's ahead of the game a little bit. Well, he's Sometimes got a shirt, I so don't. I don't know if he's got any bottoms on. True, like true. Know. This is the whole news presenter naked under the desk thing. No, I can guarantee I am wearing trousers and underwear. <laughs> did you see that video of the news reporter that was swearing at the camera? Well, yeah, oh, when well, they were that, doing all that. Yeah, yeah, That yes. was genius. So she was she was counting down, and um, it was a bit of fun. So there wasn't actually any malice behind it. She was just counting down in a stupid way yeah, well, to make them laugh. And uh, yeah, well, genius. Absolutely she misjudged genius. it just a bit. So as you can hear, that is the voices of the Channel 84 team. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Tom or TJ or whatever Rob chooses to call me on the day. Of arsehole, bastard, all sorts of things. Um, typically when the microphones aren't on. So I'm just, you just won't believe that he actually calls me those. He does. Uh, yeah, I'm one part true. of the Channel 84 variety <laughs> show. I'm Rob, I'm the other part. Fair <laughs> yeah. oh. so, Great conversation, mate. Great yeah. conversation. <laughs> well, it's been a long time coming, this, um, since we did the Raylian March back in November, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it must have been ago. November. Well, damn. That's been a long time coming, just to say. Uh, but the first question we always ask any kind of guest, which I feel kind of weird because I'm a guest on your system, but we're using your system record. <laughs> What would you say a pint of Cthulhu, if it was any kind of drink, would be? Piss. <laughs> God damn it, Rob. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. Oh, a pint of Cthulhu. Right. I'm, I'm going to go sensible on this one. Seeing Rob's gone with piss. I'm, I'm joking, clearly. Oh, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> uh, I am going to go. Oh, I tell you, and you know what? It's not going to be a nice drink. I'm sorry. and It might be offensive to, to fans, but I don't think it would be a pleasant drink. It's going to be a drink that me and Rob know about through the pub we used to work together. And oh, it yeah. came around one St. Patrick's evening. and We were sent. We used to work for a, a chain pub through Michelin Butlers, and they used to send out every kind of holiday thing that would come around, these stupid list of drinks. And the best ones were... Um, almost always J2O. They were like two J2Os yeah. mixed together, a bit of lemonade and about 12 ounces of alcohol in there. Yeah, nice. But St. Patrick's came and it was called a Silver Guinness. Mm. And it was Guinness with Red Bull. A <laughs> Red Bull Shandy Guinness, basically. And I kind of see that darkness of Guinness and then the, oh shit, my heart's pumping because it's full of Red Bull, being a pint of Cthulhu. That is my choice there. That sounds just it's... dangerous. <laughs> I don't think I ever had one because I don't like Guinness. So we, we never sold one. There was yeah, never one never on the computer that, that year when it was a button on the till. Not one got put through. Not even in the training and the testing phase that we were meant to have done. No one had one. It sounds like it would just kind of like mix together and just be really revolting, yeah, like exactly. lumpy. Not a good idea. idea. Um, what do I think it is? Uh, yeah, I said piss because of the Star Trek stuff that we do. <laughs> um, yes, I have. I think that I think that your the your your logo is kind of how I'd think it would look. It'd be frothy. It'd mm. certainly be like, and there probably would be a texture to it. 
Have you had one of those drinks they sell in Sainsbury's on the kind of Japanese food bit where it's got like aloe vera in it? I've seen oh, those. Yeah. Have you ever had that? Revolting. It's the next step up from orange juice with bits in it, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm thinking a really warm London oh, Pride. So a warm London Pride oh. ale <laughs> with a really frothy top like what you get on a Coke float. That kind of textured like you could almost right. spoon the froth off but then it's got lumps in it <laughs> the lumps are whatever you want to decide the lumps are but that's what I think is in that mug <laughs> that's quite descriptive though I'll give you that <laughs> have we had yeah, all sorts sorry I was going to say what, what what's the worst one you've had probably that putting you on the spot <laughs> um, <laughs> fair enough I mean we've had regular ones like different types of beers we've had someone say like an endless bottomless abyss i don't endless think we've had that ab- I don't know. endless bottomless abyss of piss <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah suppose works <laughs> it tracks with all of the cthulhu stuff it does track with the stuff we've said <laughs> <laughs> fair play so right into the meat of it what inspired you two to start actually creating a podcast, considering you did do the one before this, which was the Dad Chat? It's all Tom. Yeah, so we kind of had a, a podcast before it called Three Dads One Podcast, and I did one with another friend alongside that called The Land Before Prime. Um, I've got some of those laying about the place, I think. And The Land Before Prime just was purely me and him looking at stuff that wasn't on stream. We watched it on streaming, but things that people had forgotten about because we've got streaming services. So we were watching just old, terrible films, really, and talking about them. And um, things kind of happened along the way there where we could never kind of get timings aligned and it kind of just kind of fizzled out. And then with Three Dads, One Pod, I think kind of the same thing happened there, didn't it, Rob? It was a... Yeah, we... Harder well, I mean, we're harder only doing to get together. We're doing it once a month. We're doing it once a month. Yeah, once a month, and we were doing it remotely. We used, uh, used to use Zencaster to do it, so because yeah. it was it was at the peak kind of lockdown. Yeah. Um, it was impossible for us all to get together, and the third person that was on the show, Dan, was um, going through some changes in work as well, and yeah, it was just it seemed like a good idea at the time to do. Then I found out I was having tea, which made it all rather rather more exciting that I was going to be a, a new dad as well as a, a stepdad. And um, that's kind of where that came from. But again, it kind of fizzled out through no fault of anyone, really. It was uh, everyone had kind of differing lives going on there. Um, as I said, I had tea on the way. I had um, Kay worrying about it because that's the sort of child she is. And then... You had your own tea, didn't you, Rob? Yeah, that kind of yeah. was fairly new to the world at that point. Yeah, exactly. It was just, it wasn't kind of really at the right time, was it? It was, it was, and wasn't. You know, does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you're right. It was, it was good for our mental health to kind of talk about it because it meant we were getting things out into, into public that we wanted to, and that we were all thinking things that we did an episode about whether dads got enough help mm, I remember that and that's that's not taking away anything from women at all so let, let, let's just put a, a stop to that straight away they deserve everything they get with the support the care everything because of what they go through 
Yeah. But yeah. it was a discussion point about what about the men? Like, uh, I think Rob, you had the similar issue as I did. We got kicked out of the hospital until it was literally the time of the birth. I was a little bit luckier because it was that a year later. Yeah. Um, so lockdown wasn't as stringent. So I got to stay a little while after the birth. But you, you were kicked out almost straight away, I got, weren't you? I was allowed to see one scan. And mm. even when we had to have specific blood tests during the pregnancy, when I was waiting to have mine, they were trying to kick me out. Like, you can't even be in the waiting room. I was like, no, I'm meant to be here. I've got documentation saying I have to be in this room. <laughs> you can't kick me yeah. out. Yeah. And it, yeah, it kind of just stung a little bit because if something goes wrong, can you imagine your partner just being sat there, being sat on a bed, being told something is wrong without you there? That and then you having me, to yeah. hear it third party? Yeah. I remember listening to that. No, I I remember listening to that because you sent me the episodes for that. I remember exactly what I was doing on that time as well because I was thinking, Jesus, we had our kid probably just after everything started to ease off. Mm. But it was still very strict. The timings were very limited. But I was thinking, Jesus, if we'd have had him like a month or two ago, we'd be in exactly the same kind of condition. See, I was very lucky. Um, Jem went into labour it was summer so I sat outside of what general on a park bench and I literally watched three or four films on Netflix until I got the phone call saying you can come up now mm. yeah <laughs> um, yeah it's it, and yeah it, it was as, as Rob said it was something that we wanted to do at the time then it kind of fizzled out and then a year and a half was it two years later maybe not that long because T's only three we've been doing this for Nearly a year, come February. Nearly a year doing Channel 84. So maybe it was about a year. I think about a year. And we just both wanted to get back into being creative. I'd done a bit of YouTube and just... All I was doing was duplicating what was already heavily out there on the retro gaming scene and on the review of technology stuff sort of scene. Um, So I wasn't feeling particularly creative doing that and getting a bit down and despondent and... I yeah. wasn't doing anything. <laughs> yeah, you weren't doing anything. You messaged me saying, let's get back into recording it. And the rest is kind of history. We kind of yeah. just cracked on with it and it's worked really well. Yeah. Fair play. We think. So far, so good, we think. Yeah, well, I'm we enjoying think. it. <laughs> you can, well, I can definitely say I'm enjoying it. You know, you guys are actually yeah. really good to listen to. It's actually very informative, very interesting, and quite it's a good a- laugh. <laughs> Well, that's that's what we kind of aimed because it was funny. We're kind of sitting there thinking, can we label this as a comedy podcast? Because what else do we label it as? And then we've had a few people say, "Oh, you you guys are actually really quite funny, and you've made us laugh a lot." So we've kind of left that comedy label on it. Um, But we do. I guess it's it's hard because we we try not to go down the whole. We're going to try and be stand up comedians and make it funny. We just enjoy the fact that we can have these conversations that we do on the show mm. that we'd probably just have in person if we didn't have a microphone in front of us I always feel like yeah we're not doing stand up and we're not we just we're just silly I think we're silly yes like and I think if I always imagined if TJ and I had like a television show it would be shooting stars that's how I imagine our <laughs> level of comedy would be at you know, it's just hitting people around the head with a fake frying pan. 
you know, and that's where pigeon pigeon come from it was literally the dove from above that was it yes it was, <laughs> it was literally it, the dove from above it was a knockoff dove from above because the dove from above couldn't attend so he sent his cousin she, she couldn't no yeah so she couldn't make it i can't remember what reason i made up for she couldn't she couldn't make it she was doing like the the wedding circuit or something i think i might have said in the episode so they sent over prison pigeon <laughs> But yeah, that's well. That's certainly where I think our level of comedy is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, and it, it really helps that we were both really on the same wavelength. Um, yeah. I mean, we'd had quite a long period. Um, I'll never forget, actually, Rob. Is, is what you said. We have the sort of friendship that one of us can disappear for four or five years, and then you meet up at the pub the next day, and it, it's not like any times past. You just carry yeah. on. Um, and there probably was a good, oh God, I want to say maybe even an eight, eight or ten year period. It was a large me, period of time, yeah. We kind of me and separated. Rob hadn't chatted for a, at all, really. Mm. Mm. That's um, fair. So yeah, it's just that's, that's where it all originated from, really. It's just a couple of projects didn't really work out. We wanted to be creative, and um, this was it. Yeah. Fair. Well, next one I've got is. Um, how do you choose your topics per episode? I know Star Trek is one of the biggest topics you guys do, considering you've now split half your show into that. <laughs> but, but how do you yeah. choose the other ones? How do you get your ideas for this? <laughs> it's just life, isn't it? it? I think something's probably happened to one of us, and it just leads into... Uh, you know, we, we go off on tangents as well. Oh, you know, God, yeah. Tangents really are our favourite thing you know one thing just go, oh remember this oh this this you know um we, we were quite strict with the with the topics at the beginning certainly i feel like as it's gone a bit further on almost we kind of just like we might talk about this you know tj's already got like three or four bullet points go we're going to fit these in somewhere and then that's it exactly we we, we have a we have a call sheet that we use and Normally, before a recording, Rob will have sent me 300 voice messages of him driving in a van, either <laughs> swearing or saying, God damn it, something else has happened again. And um, we're going to be talking about it on the podcast. But Rob's absolutely right. 99% of the time, it's just something has happened to us in the week or two before recording. And it's like that we're going to talk about it. Like um, the Untitled Trek show that we're, we're recording straight after this we were going to be recording about Lower Decks. Instead, we're now going to be recording about um, Star Trek Bridge Commander in VR because it's a bloody awesome game and we started playing it two days ago. Yeah. Nice. So, um, yeah, it's it's always on the fly. The main episode, a little bit more so because we'll have some ideas and, as Rob said on the call sheet, we'll put them down and say, these can be talked about at any point in the episode, allowing us to kind of go off on, on tangents and, and whatever. Um... But I wouldn't say it's always firm. There, there's points where Rob or I will turn up and say, by the way, I'm adding this to talk about today. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's life. It's just things that happen or things we've discovered, playing a game and, oh, I want to talk about it. Go for it. I mean, you, you'll know, Matt, you've got a little one. Things happen and mm. it just creates mayhem and creates stories to talk about, you know. Well, it does. Okay, so... Th and this is how it pretty much happens, Matt. So... I took Kate to bed tonight. She was pretty upset, bless her, because she told us she was upset about her guinea pig that died last year. So when she does that, we know something else has happened. And there's a 
a kid at school who's apparently making her life a bit of hell. Basically, somewhat blackmailing her by saying, oh, well, you're not really my friend, you're horrible, if you're going to go off and play with those other children, that sort of thing. You know how kids do. So I've tried cheering her up, and we finally got the truth out of her, and we've all sorted that one out. And then she's like, I've got to go and have a poo now. So, oh, thanks. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> go on, go on. Off, off you go. Go and have a poo. And she's come back in and she's just looked at me. And I watched me doing it. So, oh, that's really hard. Then she just burst into laughter. It's like, oh, we're going to have to talk about this. <laughs> this is going to be something that gets brought up. Not necessarily. In, in fact, actually, could this be classified as therapy, Rob? Are we yes. just being each other's therapists <laughs> at this point? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> This strange and twisted way. Why not? Why Public not? Public domain therapy. Yeah. Sometimes it helps. People find help in the weirdest mm-hmm. places. Except for when Rob then suddenly starts saying, "Hello, it's ASMR time." <laughs> I don't find yeah. that helpful at all. In fact, I got him back for that. Now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, so someone else can suffer." <laughs> so I sent Rob a couple of those, or well, one of those already, haven't I? Don't you worry, I've got all of these <laughs> saved. I've got, some, I've got one of the best death rattles from um, Mr. Court that anyone's ever heard. I'm saving it for a really good... It's it's literally like 20 seconds long. Oh, bloody <laughs> hell, so 20 really seconds So long. between that and, and some of the ones you've sent me, it's going to be a pretty <laughs> naughty episode. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, I know the one you're about. The only one. Well, if you want more saucy ones, just ask. I would like anybody, anyone listening to this, that you know, of your listeners that haven't ever listened to us before, if they're into Star Trek or any sci-fi, just send me audio clips of them <laughs> either dying, <laughs> yep. which is a good one I like, or just talking tr- like science fiction nonsense, as if they're really there. Mm. You know, maybe they've got a dodgy tricorder. You know, anything, you know, where does the moisture come from in holodecks? Any of that kind of stuff I want. Yeah, background. What, you'd, what you'd imagine yeah. the old actors to be going, rhubarb, 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 rhubarb in the background. We yeah. actually want to hear what those people in the background are saying as we're yeah. trying to build a library of all this chatter. So when we do do, when I we say we, Rob is kind of head of the skits here. Uh, but when a skit gets done, those files can then come in really handy because then we can have all that background chatter and it'll just sound really good. It'll sound like things are going on. And yeah, I think mm. a testament to that that first one you did and the second one, which I've now heard, is just it's it's pucker. It's really, really, really good. Matt's heard it as well. I've sent it to Matt. And it's and, uh, and it yeah. is not necessarily just because me and Rob are obviously awesome at what we do, <laughs> but that that ba- those background sounds that people have sent us have just made a huge difference yeah mm. so yeah send us any of them go for it i'll let the team know so this kind of goes on to a new one can you share some memorable moments that you've had so far Ooh. If this is on the podcast right not just i'm just gonna go through my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> podcast but hey if you've got a funny story pretty good yeah on the 23rd of April 1984, I was born. Yeah. It was St. George's Day. It was sunny it outside, was I was told. Great uh, no, for everyone um, that day. My God. All right, memorable moments. Uh, we've had a few. I, my favourite one still has to be, I tend to make Rob just break down for a good five minutes. Whenever he or we write a script and it says, ramble on for a few minutes about anything <laughs> yeah. and everything. 
And at the Christmas one, I was Santa and I was, oh, evil Santa or whoever you want to refer to him as. Uh, and I just had to keep on saying weirder and weirder things that we were going to fade out so me and Rob could talk over it and say, should we just fuck off, shall we? Um, and I think I got about 30 seconds in and he was gone. <laughs> I died. I think I might have died at that moment. It was the, one of the most funny things. Because the thing is, TJ is absolutely hilarious. And one of the reasons why he's so hilarious is because it's juxtaposed by how serious he can also be. Does that make sense? Mm. You know, he's a very techie, serious dad. And then at a flick of a switch, he is like Ricky Gervais, but <laughs> ruder and cruder. Yeah, like literally like a light switch. <laughs> and it's, it just makes me die. Like we did an episode, uh, my favourite episode. I don't know if it came across as being one of our best ones, but I, it's my favourite one. And it was when he redid um, uh, the Irony song. <laughs> yeah. And made all of the things in that song which she says are ironic actually aren't ironic. So he redid it mm. and made it actually dictionary specific as far as we can tell ironic. We still don't know if it was ironic. <laughs> we don't, we don't actually know because no one's told us. But the best ones that he do, he did there were the ones that would would last like 20 seconds of him explaining some mundane thing and how it becomes actually but, ironic. And I was just dying. <laughs> it was why was the spider there? Yeah, so to that, spider. Was it, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. it was, and that's where Irony Spider then came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was the whole line of um, a white fly in your Chardonnay. And um, in fact, I can, I can dig it out. Hang on, I've got them all in one note. Um, yeah, just. Yeah, and because he had so many of them, I just couldn't. I, they, I couldn't listen to the rest of them because at that point, everything. To me now, if you say it's ironic, I say it's not because it hasn't got a spider in it. <laughs> oh, that's now irony. <laughs> so it's a black fly in your Chardonnay. Should be. It's a black fly in your Chardonnay when actually you ordered a white fly and you're a spider. Yeah, exactly. Just that, <laughs> amongst all the other things. It just sounds so stupid, and that's why it's brilliant, because it makes no sense. Absolutely no sense, and I found that so funny. Does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I forgot about the ironic episode, actually, and it wasn't yeah. even that long ago. Mm. We've got to start cataloguing these more. <laughs> yeah. We need to get better at when we say something will be on the website to actually do it. (laughs) Ooh, moving on, Matt. (laughs) So, carrying on from that kind of thing, what challenges have you faced so far in podcasting? Oh, I'll I'll go first on this one. I've got to say, my biggest bugbear, and this has been through all of my history of doing, whether it was Three Dads, One Podcast, whether it was before Prime, whether it was the YouTube side, and that's been audio quality. I cannot stand letting myself put poor audio quality up. So our latest episode, for example, I forgot to press record on the goddamn recorder. Mm. So I've had to use the camera footage's audio, and it's subpar. And I am so angry with myself over that. What's funny about that, TJ, is that I never ask you, have you pressed record? No. And I kept asking you, didn't I? At the start of the episode, I kept, did you press record? Did you press record? Did you press record? And then I didn't ask you at that scene. On that one, no. <laughs> that one scene, I didn't um, ask you. But yeah, my, my challenge has always been to myself, I've got to make sure we get the best audio quality out there that we can. I, I, I can't face putting up what I'm not happy with. And it really, really gets to me if I do. So that's kind of been my ongoing challenge is just how good can I make the sound quality? Can I make it better? Um, and I think that's probably my biggest challenge. Rob? 
I think I probably it's not really it doesn't feel like it falls under a challenge for me that but I have the same bugbear I like it to sound as best as we can I mean when I was editing the last Trek um, thing that's coming out next week for some reason some of the the bits where I sing <laughs> have got really weird microphone artifacts in which have just appeared so oh. oh, you know for ball's sake and I'm cutting bits out and going back to old stuff and bringing things in there's a bit where somebody dies and there's a big squelching sound of them falling off of the <laughs> thing and then at the end I say something I've had to completely cut it because for some reason suddenly that little clip has got like a microphone buzzing noise in it which you could leave in because there's a little mm. but I just cut the end of the joke because like, nah, I'm taking it out and I couldn't I could not find a way of getting that back in without re-recording I was like I don't want to re-record I can't be bothered <laughs> so I just cut it out sometimes you got I to mean- though don't you well, this is it. There's been a couple of bits we have. I mean, quite often, one of the other challenges me and Rob both face is remembering not to use our children's full name. Which we've done already in this. Yeah. We haven't. I timestamped yep. it. 15 minutes in, you said um, Kay's name. Did I? Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm glad someone's paying attention. But yeah, it's so hard because obviously, day to day, we don't go around referring to them as T and K. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it's like, ah, oh, okay. Um, I'll go back and reduce that then and typically just go into the audio wafer and muck it about a little bit so it scrambles it. But um, the other big challenge we've got, and um, obviously this is this is gonna help us hopefully, is um, getting listeners. Neither yeah. Rob or I are social media gurus or experts at all. We, we, we use it to the most basic level we can and then we're quite happy with that and we kind of abandon it at that point and um, I kind of get the feeling that we need to kind of improve that game if we want to get our, our listener numbers up so I think so yeah I mean that's the challenge for this year isn't it we use it as a tool for this and not really as social media for ourselves anyway I mean I certainly don't I mean I've got a Facebook page but if you see me post on there it's once a month you know mm. I go on there every now and again to see if I've been tagged in something <laughs> and I kind of want to get rid of it if I'm honest I've got rid of it before I went for a couple of years without having it and then my brother-in-law convinced me to play some Star Wars game and the only way you could log in was having a Facebook account so I got it back and mm. suddenly everyone can find you and like, I didn't add anyone everyone's adding me you know like, Ugh, I've been found um, but yeah it's how do the, I don't know if it's a frustration just a difficulty is how do you get your podcast to people and yeah, as TJ said, we're, one of our biggest followings is on Facebook. And yeah. it's completely neglected by us, completely. Yeah, oh. it, it's, it gets the, the audio clips uploaded to it, and that's pretty much it. Mm. Um, randomly, Good Pod seems to have picked us up, and um, we seem to do quite well on there. But it's it really is about kind of trying to get those numbers up there. We want to see an increase although it doesn't really matter to us and genuinely that's that, that that's the truth we enjoy doing what we're doing and like we said earlier even if the microphones weren't in front of us we'd still be chatting about the same sort of stuff anyway yeah yeah um but it would be nice to see see some bigger numbers it is the trickiest part about anything those numbers i know what you mean by that it's, it's not the biggest thing in the world but you get like an adrenaline rush from it don't you Absolutely. Get that dopamine that, hit. I mean, I remember getting the, the highly excited voice message from you, Rob, about the Good Pods thing. I'd literally woken yeah. up, checked my email, and seen Good Pods have said, Oh, you're number 60 something in the indie comedy weekly chart. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that blew us away. And then watching mm. it over the next two weeks, I think we got to 13 or 14. 14. Just before Christmas, we got to 14 on the indie, and I think we got to 38 on the whole comedy main one. Yeah. Comedy one. That is very impressive. Which very was, impressive. We were super chuffed about that. That all just comes down from interactions from people. Absolutely. Because, mm. like, okay, yeah, we were posting every day with the advent, but that's not how that's rating you it's rating you on how many listens you're getting yeah. how many people are sharing it commenting on it liking it even if it's one star to five star it doesn't matter i don't think the algorithms care like with youtube they don't care if it's a like or a dislike it's an interaction and that's all that matters i saw one content creator i, I think i messaged it to you matt um, and he was talking about the little clips they do on youtube what they call the story things the yeah. shorts and he was like yeah. i don't care like it dislike it don't matter to me <laughs> but also like don't send it to just subscribers send it to everybody um and what did he say the other day it was like you know and all the people that comment negatively on them he goes on to it deletes those comments and then when they go back onto the same story he goes he's deleting my comments he's like i'm just farming them for like two comments <laughs> just to get the algorithm to boost him up even more because he doesn't care he doesn't mm. care that these people are saying bad or good things or whatever i would prefer people were saying good things obviously and liking because yeah. that's the point we don't want to make things to upset people and not like no but I'm, I'm you're fighting us... some algorithm that no one understands mm. and both of us are fairly I wouldn't say we're both fairly anxious people. We're fairly, fairly strong-minded. But I know that the first time we see a bad review, that's gonna, that's gonna mm. properly kick us yeah. down for a little while. Anyway, I don't think it's gonna stop us. Obviously, I think we'll just, we'll just take it. It will probably play on our minds for a month or so. But we are not looking forward to that day. And it, it'll happen. That's there will be. Someone out there at some point will come across us, listen to us, and go, well, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's the inevitable truth, isn't it? It's still happen yeah. at some point. We can't be liked by everyone. Let's, let's put so it everyone's that Everyone's been lovely so far. But they have. people who don't can always be wrong. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> Yeah, you're all wrong. <laughs> but that's, that's one of the things I like, though, about the community we've got so far, is everyone has been so interactive with us, um, be it Karen, our, our patron saint of the podcast, or, or or yourself, Matt, or or any any of the people that have come from APOC over to our, our Discord, Flower. everyone's just been so lovely at yes, getting Flower. involved and messaging and and <laughs> talking to us. It's it's been brilliant. And if anything, actually, I'd say that's probably been my favourite part of it is meeting so many people online and getting getting their responses to what we're doing and getting their ideas of what they would like to see us do. Yeah. Um, yeah, their contributions have been brilliant. Receiving that first "Do you remember?" from somebody else was yes. brilliant. Mm. Yeah, I think that was Karen actually. That, that was Karen. Yes, she she was the first guest. "Do you remember?" And funny enough, I've literally just had one come through Facebook Messenger from a a joint friend of Rob and I's, uh, Andy Compton. Oh, okay, wicked. I did see his message. Yeah. So uh, mm. yeah, we will uh, see what he suggests, and we'll we'll bring that one up into the next episode. Fair. Well, that kind of already answers one of the next questions, which was going to be, how do you engage with the audience and gather, feed uh, gather feedback? Considering you've already just answered that, probably move on to the next one, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, Discord has been our, our new favourite thing. When we discovered that and saw how easy it was to set up and the whole, mm. the ability to make it like um, old school forums, 
that's yeah. been a game changer. I love it. Just feels so retro in what it is anyway. Um, so getting people on board of that is, is what we're aiming for. But yeah, otherwise it's just been uh, Twitter. I refuse to call it X. <laughs> and um, that's been the main route, really. I think. Yeah, I think really the the Discord. We want it to be more than just people who like the show. We want it to be people who like the same things as us. You know, mm. there's whole yeah. different sections like TJ saying it's like a forum now. We've got like a gaming section, a movie section. I think we've got. Do we have a book section? We might have had a book section in there. We've if got we don't, everything. We will. Yeah, there's. You know, if somebody says to us, you know, if we, if if we see it because we've got like the main feed, the every the everything else feed, when things appear in there, that kind of spawns other bits. We've you know we've done we've done a watch along with a Star Trek episode, but before that we were we were doing step by step kind of our thoughts as we were watching it in discord we've reviewed tv shows i think i've i've done the interview with the vampire i've got reviews of every episode in there you know we've got loads of stuff you know not just a podcast you know we've got a website as well that we haven't been writing on that frequently recently but previously have you know and we are going to get back into doing it um we've got even guest people want to do some a few things for us on the website there's loads of stuff yeah that's reminded me of something how's your tarot reading going <laughs> i'm waiting to, to do gems reading yeah we need to organize you to come and do my my oh, no i'm not gonna say come and do my wife <laughs> <laughs> well you know you've said it now there's options tj God there's options it. you know if that's what's you know, what, what the cards tell well, bear, bear what my, the cards might say my, my wife has already <laughs> turned around and said look if you're cheating on me at least it's with rob and she's okay with that now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has considered him my husband so Fair enough. but um yeah we do need to organize you to come and do a reading for gem as i think she'd quite enjoy that I'd quite did, you ever read, um, did you ever read your wives and she doesn't want me to oh really yeah she doesn't believe any in any of those things but at the same time doesn't want to you know risk it yeah well that's that's the difficulty isn't it you don't believe in it you have a reading and it's spot on yeah shit what do do i do in here yeah yeah that's fair enough fair it is well i can see the microphones you guys are using but for those that can't what kind of equipment do you use for your podcast do you want me to fill that one rob or you Oh, I, all the stuff I have is TJ stuff. This is a Rode microphone I'm using at my house that TJ gave me. I've got some headphones that came free with my phone like three or four years ago, some Bose headphones. Um, but we use it as Morantz? Yeah, so our main microphones that we use when we record, because we very rarely do remote recording, we're normally together, we have a Zoom H8 recorder. So that's the weird spider-looking one that's got, so I think, six XLR inputs. All, all sorts on there. Then we've got a couple of Morantz microphones that we well, we've got three of in case we ever have a guest. But um, we run those to a couple of mic stands that have got nice springy mic heads on there, so we don't get the vibration. Um, and then yeah, whatever headphones we've got go into that, and that's that's pretty much the kit we use. Um, and then if we do do remote, yeah, Rob's got a Rode USB Pro that I I, I sent over to him that. I didn't use anymore and I'm using a new toy that I've bought through work because it's going to be tested to see for our our CEOs and our big wigs at work who kind of do the 
annual meeting over Teams. It's a Marantz professional turret, so it's got a 1080 camera built in. It's got the similar microphone to the one we're using for the main recording built in, all done through a single USB. It's got a little ring light on it, so it lights me up. Um, and it's, it's got all the inputs you need on it if you're gonna plug it into your computer. I don't think it's quite as good as the microphones we're normally using, but um, it's pretty damn close. So it sounds pretty damn fancy. <laughs> well, it my favourite really space age too. My favourite thing I'd say about the equipment we use is the most expensive was the Zoom recorder. Um, the microphones are thirty-one pounds each, and that comes with a little kit, uh, little table stand, the mic mount with the um, springy elastic, and um, a single kind of XLR cable. And yeah, for thirty quid, they sound phenomenal. They sound really, really good. Um, and I'd spent ages on YouTube looking at reviews and everyone was saying, although they're not as good as the, I think it's the Shure 97Bs or something like that, that everyone uses on, on podcasts nowadays. Um, they were saying they sound similar to, which I found hard to believe, but um, yeah, listening to it now, I'm, I'm really pleased with it. So I don't think I'll be changing them anytime soon. I think they just don't want to bother changing them. I don't think anyone will. No one's ever complained that they're not any good. And well, when, when I you consider, it, I think as much as I care about the audio quality, I also remember that people are going to be listening to it in their car, listening on an Alexa of some sort, or <laughs> yeah. with headphones. So, fidelity doesn't necessarily have to be the greatest. It's just, I think that's just me being an audio kind of freak, wanting it to sound really good when I'm editing. Yeah, I mean, I noticed that with when i'm driving around the van the van's audio is so appalling like if i re-listen to like when i because i'll re-listen to the skits that we do quite a few times to make sure we're not missing something and i like i'm really fussy with timings for the jokes and things in them and you can't hear half of the um sound effects in the van they just don't they're just not picked up when you put Mm. headphones on you hear so much more Mm. like for for an example your character in the next episode matt has some footsteps in the van you cannot hear them mm. at all they just don't come through but your headphones on you can hear them clear as day exactly how i heard it when i edited it so i think there is probably quite a few people that you know like me in a dodgy van aren't able to pick a lot of stuff up so as long as the voice specifically is clear i think that's all you've got to worry about really mm. yeah i agree in fact my mics are just behind me so hang on a moment oh I'll right, say it's the output will always sound different depending on where you are. Yeah. As as you guys said, I mean, my car, my earphones, these headphones, and about three or four other things that I listen to all sound so different. Yeah. It just depends on what oh, you're look. using. There's a, there's a little hint about future future podcast stuff in the background there that TJ's blocking. Really? The mask in the background. Oh, yeah, we still haven't done anything with those. No. I'm looking forward. There you go. So we're using Marantz Professional MPM 1000s. Mm. And they're just simple mics, but with they the... They feel really premium as well. I was really impressed with them. They've got a really nice weight to them. They're a metal body. Um, and when we put them into audition and edit, they sound, they sound good to us. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. If you ever look for a new one... Go for the Blue Yeti, but before Logitech took them over. I used to have a Yeti mic, and I adored it. 
um, and a friend of mine lost it. I can oh. it into frame. Oh, I can see it on my um, doing the landscape picture on my phone. I can see it. Can you? Like a big. Well, I'm yeah, the... what it looks like. It's got knobs <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the um, the table mount norms. I've just left them on so I don't lose the damn things. Yeah. Otherwise, eventually they'll just go walkies. Yep. Well, back onto thing. Um, how do you end up staying organised and consistent with your schedule? <laughs> I uh, think, like Rob says, we go off on way too many tangents to ever say we're we're, we're organised. We are not organised. That's not something I'd say we are. But wait, okay, no. I'd say we're organised in the the content has organisation as in like the scheduling and stuff. We're organised there. Yeah. We always make sure teachers very um, good at making sure we have all the right equipment and we know what we're doing. But yeah, I don't think the show is particularly organised all the time. We talk, we just talk too much rubbish. And and also when it comes to on the schedule side. Um, we're, we're pretty bad. We'll say we're going to record a night. We we do. It's very rare that we actually say, you know what, I can't record tonight after all. So let's move it to another one. That's typically childcare issues for one of us. Will Nine be, times out of ten, as well. Will as be the easier. reason that we've stopped, or one of us has developed COVID. That that sort of thing stops us recording, which is fine. That's understandable. Um, a lot of it is we kind of get that almost like that ADHD procrastination of I'm going to sit on this I'm going to sit on this I'm going to sit on this shit we need to do it let's do it um, mm. yeah. and the, the Christmas episode was a, a prime example of that we recorded part two before we'd recorded part one because I'd written the script the night before we, we met because just again unorganised I guess and, and we knew it was coming we just hadn't really either done it or had time to do it and uh we recorded it, and then what was it? A week and a half before we? No, it was about two and a half weeks, wasn't it? Because it was just before Christmas. We actually recorded part one. Robert got COVID, so we ended up having to do it over <laughs> Riverside. Yeah. And um, we managed to get kind of part one out and and do it literally. I think a day and a half before it was released. And then Damn. some of the Advent stuff. We kind of recorded those a day before they were starting. And then the second half of them was when I got back from the Netherlands for a business trip. Again, about two days before we needed to actually upload them and get them live. So we aren't always the best at scheduling. We have ideas, it's just they kind of, they don't get forgotten about, it's just not scheduled in. It's just, yeah, it's, it's hard because, you know, it doesn't take much for one of the kids to suddenly be ill or, you know, and then suddenly that just throws it out and you've got to, it's priorities, isn't there? Yeah. I think, I, so far on this run of because three dads we messed it up a lot there's a lot oh, of times so things didn't come out it just wasn't happening and I, I think that um, the keeping things I can't struggling to think of what the word is but having things continually come out every week routinely is what will make you grow and what people yeah. will want we, they, they really like that Monday or Tuesday or Friday whenever it is people's podcasts come out we um, have missed one release day we missed one so far and yeah. we released the following day and we put up a, a bonus archive of, episode dads, yeah. the day it should have been released so we yeah. still released something so yeah we can say that at least we can say we've always lived to what we've said we'll set 
Um, so, yeah, I think it was Three Dads, One Porno. Um, three Dads, One Porno? No, that's completely different. Yeah. Um, that's a completely different yeah, podcast. Well. Wow. Um, <laughs> I can't... Why? why? Oh, so yeah, my dad It's because you're porno. thinking of why we were called Three Dads, One Pod. That's why. Yeah, probably. That was it. You're right. And, um, and it has to do with porn. <laughs> Matt's now trying to think of... Yeah. Um, and are but, we going to say why we were called that? <laughs> or we're just going to leave it so people would guess? There was a two girls something in the past. And two girls, was, one something. Oh, uh, I know that video. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, it was um, yeah a bit of bit of, of ploy on that one. But at one point, I mean, we only ever got about eight episodes out. But I think by episode four, a lot of the podcast apps were saying may have finished. In their, oh, in their little bit where it generates saying when's the next release date oh, if you look at them mad. all of them work out so if you're regular recording it will say oh this is normally released on a Monday so all of right. ours for example are showing released on a Monday weekly or bi-weekly and uh, yeah three dads one podcast at one point I think it was um, either Pocket Cast or it was Apple Podcast basically said this show may no longer be broadcasting or whatever it was as we'd <laughs> left it so long between episodes yeah. I've not seen that on any of them um, I'll have to have a check on that now I've got to say I haven't noticed that no. yeah, it's, the, it's the little things let me just check Pocket Casts quickly I know some of them you can set I know Apple for example you can go onto their um, Podcasters Connect system claim your podcast under there and you can say actually override the rss's version of what genre this should be and also make sure people know it's released on these days not what you think it is mm. um where am i channel i can't or... stand apple i i've never had luck uh, with the apple one cartman i think has the permissions for the apple one because he's the only one with an apple account oh really um, yeah oh, it, it's Pocket Cast, so I've just expanded our show, and because of the whole advent calendar, um, it's now it says Channel 84 Variety Show, released daily, next episode today. <laughs> oh, you're shit out Oops. of luck then. <laughs> just a <laughs> But bit. it will work itself out. It will go back and realise, okay, no, it's, it's changed, so it should change back once it's picked up us back on our regular normal Monday releases. Hmm. I'll have to look into that one. Well, we're getting kind of towards the end of time now, so have you got any kind of tips for anyone that's looking to start their own show? Just do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the problem is, is if you look on social media, the first thing you'll get is a lot of old school podcasts saying, don't do it, there's too many podcasts already, and they're kind of trying to to protect their ground that they've already kind of it's sown. It's gatekeeping. It's just gatekeeping. Mm. Yeah, it is, absolutely. The biggest issue is don't try and be the big non-indie podcast because you'll, you'll never get there at this point. Unless you are somebody famous, let's say, I think Gary Neville's got his own bloody podcast. I don't follow football, but I, I know Gary Neville's got a sodding podcast. And all it is is a company's gone to them and said, here's a huge sum of money. You now have a podcast and they'll do it for... 12 episodes or whatever and then it's forgotten about it's like a toy to them but no do it just go on have fun with it um the biggest thing i would say is get your kit right in your head it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive kit just get kit that when you 
play it back through a pair of headphones if it sounds good to you and you would happily listen to it then that quality is fine yep. then do a few practice episodes learn how to edit them again use audacity there's no you don't have to put money into it um don't go out and buy all the kit to start with um start basic and build a following i guess but it's the build a following that even we're stuck on at the moment so just really think mm. about what you're planning on talking about i don't but if if you are focusing on numbers which shouldn't really but if you are don't expect to see numbers for ages and ages you, you know you're going to be talking to no one yeah unless really. you've got the best idea in the world for a podcast that no one else has done and that there's kind of everyone is is secretly realizing that that's what they need to listen to yeah don't expect the numbers but also try and be different if you're going to say oh i'm going to start a podcast on <laughs> god damn it rob <laughs> if i'm going to start doing a podcast on film reviews you've got to find something different that you're going to do because i can tell you now you won't get anywhere with film reviews unless you've got some little fun thing that you do that no one else does and kind of you've got your own gimmick yeah yeah i mean one of my favorite ones talking of other podcasts is the sequelizers uh Stuart ashen started it with a few people mm, and it was i loved it's that brilliant. yeah and basically their the whole thing was they look at film sequels and then they say how could we have done it better and they used to write their own script and come up with their own idea for an entire sequel film of what how they think it should have been and that's what they're still doing in a slightly different way now but mm. it was a great way of reviewing a film and then saying how you could have improved it and there was no one else out there doing it at that point yeah I remember that um, I, I must admit I stopped listening to it when Ashton's left because I just I felt the chemistry died a bit uh, I don't know if the chemistry died for me it was more that I listened to it periodically but they changed the format I really enjoyed the format where they went away and they wrote in teams Mm. their own version of what the sequel should have been and then did their poorly acted versions of them i really enjoyed that and then they kind of limited it more to just talking about what the sequel should have been it's, it's still good and yeah you're right when ashens when there was a a particular change in the relationships you could hear but mm. oh, it's, it's, it's still enjoyable it's still something very different if you like <laughs> film Hmm. Yeah. Look at you, Rob. I, I mean, I, I only know that <laughs> podcast because you've sent it to me. I didn't even realise I'd sent it to you. To be fair, yeah, I, I, I'd never seen it. Um, I've lost track what. of what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'll tell you what, Christian. And welcome to now. the Channel Eighty Four Variety Show. <laughs> what other shows do you listen to? I just thought of this one, so that could be interesting. Oh, okay. Well, I, previously, um, I'd, I would kind of listen to... I really listened to audiobooks, but when it came to podcasts, I was listening to, like, interviews. I'm really into Louis Theroux, so I found some, like, Louis Theroux ones, and I was kind of just floating around. I'd like everybody, I probably listened to Ricky Gervais a bit. 
my first podcast with Yogscast's Yogpod. Which, I remember that. Yeah, they you were. You got to be hardcore f- pornography. <laughs> they were my first <laughs> outing into podcasts. I love and I, those. I will still listen to that again and again and again, but only the uh, original ones. Mm. So when it was really just Lewis and Simon um, for the first kind of year, they did it, and then. I don't listen to the one they do now with Lewis Sips and um, um, you know I kind of I don't really watch them at all anymore. Uh, but then really TJ got me into Cheap Show, which is probably one of the funniest things I could ever have listened to. Um, Atletico Mints, which is Bob Mortimer, he does it's supposedly football, mm. which is a really loose thing because it's not really like they talk about football and he does a lot of character sketches of being football players but they're so off the wall I mean, if you know Bob Mortimer his comedy imagine that but he's pretending to be a footballer or like he has a really good sketches where he pretends to be English managers so not managers in England actual you know they're English and how it's always English managers that get fired well, the plot of his thing is that they're doing it on purpose to get money <laughs> and just get the payout. So they're purposely like ruining football teams just to get money and pays out. Um, they're actually, he does a great Peter Beardsley impression as well. It's hilarious. Um, what else? Killer Rabbit I'm really into as well. I like listening to them. You guys I listened to, you were the first... Um, you and um, Dungeon Daddies. Have you ever listened to Dungeon Daddies? Yeah. Do you know Rocket Jump? Do you remember the YouTube channel Rocket Jump? No. No? Yeah, I think you'd know their videos. Um, for life of me, can't remember the guy's name now, who's the main guy for Rocket Jump. But they do a, a D&D podcast. And it's really heavily story-based. Like, the game is in there, but it's not... Not really. They're, there's a few dice rolls, but really not very many. <laughs> um, and you guys, I listen to from meeting you. I will say that's how I know you guys from actually meeting you specifically. Um, and that's led me to I've I'm, I've started listening to Stumble Tables as well. Those guys who we met they're on your good, pod as well. They're really nice guys, aren't they? They're really funny as well. Face um, me. So we got, uh, I've, and I'm, yeah, I mentioned that in one of our episodes, the face me thing. Yeah. Um, What's wrong, Rolfie? And who takes the socks off? Are ones I've just started as well. Yep, same here. Um, which is similar kind of stuff. Um, you know, they, they do a lot of talking about films and um, oh. that kind of stuff. I know who takes socks off haven't done anything for a while. They're just starting up again this year. So who else? I don't miss anybody because we do talk to a lot of people and I do actually listen to them. You know, when, when these people join the Discord or talk to us, me on Twitter, I do go and listen to their stuff because I, you know, I think that's the right thing to do, really. Absolutely. <laughs> as long as to us, I want to listen to them well. too. And I'm finding, actually, I really like it as well. Um, I don't think I'm missing anybody. Sorry if I am. But they're the ones that, when an episode comes out, I try and listen to, definitely. I get my phone. Oh, it's right in front of me, isn't it? Camera's going to disappear. Yeah. Well, so, we while Rob's DJ talk, while I try and find. I was going to say, while you're looking, then Rob. So, 
I used to, before I was back in the IT, work in the ambulance a lot. So I was doing emergency ambulance work, I was doing granny shuffling, I was doing event work, you name it, we, we, we did it in the company I was with. Um, so I used to listen to talk radio a lot. And as, as exciting as that can be, there's, there is a limit. And um, I've tuned into what was Virgin Radio back in the day. And uh, they had these... Australian pair had taken over the radio station and they were doing something called Caravan of Courage in Ireland, Scotland and England. And I was like, well, what the bloody hell is this? And I was just found them really relatable and very funny. And it turned they were called Hamish and Andy and they're an Australian duo and they are basically are like radio gods out in Australia, I guess. They kind of used to do prime time, drive time sort of radio. They've done breakfast radio. Um, they've done a load of TV stuff. Heavily recommend looking at Hamish and Andy's um, holidays. They do a Euro trip and all sorts where they go out to various countries and they have to end up doing tasks and so All very good. They're a pair of comedians. One of them does Lego now. The big channel there a big TV show purely based on Lego kind of challenges. It's, it's just really good fun. So they were the first ones, and I think that was about 2010 I stumbled across them. So that was the first time I kind of opened up a podcast app on my in my life. And kind of stemming from that, I kind of discovered Answer Me This, which seemed to be kind of a lot of people's staple podcast to go to, which was just a... It was just good fun comedy sort of thing, of people sending in their questions and them asking, answering it sarcastically. Um, and then I kind of, from there, just random, random points. Uh, no such thing as a fish kind of cropped up on the timeline. Listened to a couple of those, really liked them, so started listening to that. Um, then one of the hosts of Answer Me This went off and did his own show as well called The Modern Man, which I've been listening to, which is, I highly recommend it. It's, he kind of calls it a magazine-style show, so he's got set kind of magazine segments he does every time. There's a sex bit at the end, which is always very good. Um, they've got a music bit. They've got a, a life piece. I mean, I, I mean, it's in the news at the moment. This will date this, this interview, but the whole post office incident, he was ahead of the game. He had an interview with one of the postmasters that was actually imprisoned over the whole thing. They, they spent time in jail over the whole goddamn thing. Mm. And that wasn't their fault. Um, and yeah, it's kind of just expanded out. Then Cheap Show, that's been one of my longest running podcasts I've listened to. And like Rob said, the recent ones, KRP, that's all appeared. Tom Scott's Lateral, really, really worth listening to. If you like Tom Scott, go and listen mm. to that as well. Good little quiz show. No points, and it really makes you think. Uh, if you like rude comedy, Do the Right Thing was absolutely fantastic. It was... Um, Oh, I can't think of her name now. She was did um, Virgin Radio with Dave Gorman in the morning, and she. Oh, Dave Gorman. Oh. I like Dave Gorman. Do you know? I like love Dave Gorman. Dave Gorman. Yeah. Dave Gorman. Finding all the other Dave Gormans. <laughs> Dave Gorman's radio show that we was with. I can't think of her name. It's on the tip of my tongue as well. It's really annoying me. Uh, sent me the year supply of soft mints for a oh, story really? I sent them to read out. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that, that, that's it, kind of. And then the most recent one, uh, my brother found me. Uh, it's a really, really geeky BBC one called The Lazarus Heist. And it's all about North Korea hacking Sony and then North Korea's hacking attempts and what they're doing to cybercrime. And it's just, I binged it. I binged it in about two days, I think. Hmm. Yeah, well, fair play. Well, I think we should probably wrap this up. You guys got a busy schedule after this, so... Uh... Lastly, where can people find you? Shall I let you do this one, Rob? 
Oh, I don't have the call sheet in front of me. We're <laughs> everywhere. We're on Twitter right. at at underscore channel eighty four for the show, but that's mainly TJ or at Flat Rob, which is me specifically. You can email us at Rob at channel eighty four dot uk or TJ at TJ at channel eighty four dot uk or po- is it podcasts, podcasts with an S plural, yeah, plural at, at channel eighty four dot uk. Uh, we've got a website channel eighty four dot uk, which you know go have a look at stuff. We've got some cool stuff on there. Um, and we're on every other thing. Just look for underscore channel eighty four or just channel eighty four. Just look up channel eighty four Rising Show. We're on Threads, Blue Sky, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, our own webpage, Discord. You can find us on all of those, and we are really willing and happy to chat to you. If yeah. you've got an idea for the show, send it to us. We'll probably use it. We'll call you out, and you know what? You want to come on the show? Let us know, and I'm sure we'll work something out. Hmm. Might have to hold you up on that one. Well, thank you very much for your time, lads. It's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, hopefully, people listening will come over to join you guys soon. Because, as I say, these guys are very much worth us. listening. Well, thank you for thank setting you this up. Much. Oh, <laughs> you're very you. welcome, and uh, I will get the files sent over to you before the end of the evening. Thank you very much, and I'll probably stick it up for the next Friday. Awesome stuff, right? Take care. Love bye you. Bye. Bye. bye.